Is that the same robe you got me? Kelly. Oh, Kelly. Oh my God. You're listening to the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. Hey, what is up, you guys? This is Kim, your host of the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, It's been quite a busy week, and I will fill you guys in on everything, of course. I do want to start out by saying, again, thanks for listening to my podcast. If you guys have a chance, please make sure to rate me five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and give me a little thumbs up on YouTube. I don't know what is up with YouTube. I am very new to YouTube. It is something that I should have started doing years ago, but I've never had good equipment, you know, lighting, iPhone, all that, you know, all those things. So I'm just now diving into it. Uh, My views, though, have dropped tremendously. And I'm like, what is going on? I'm getting like 20 views. Uh, Used to get like a thousand. So something's in the air. I'm going to start focusing on that more. But if you guys do get a chance to check me out on YouTube, please do so. I would really, really appreciate it. Uh, With that being said, let's get started with highlights and lowlights. Highlights and lowlights. Starting off with highlights, um, my highlights this week definitely are not as big of a deal as my lowlights. I'm gonna kind of run through the highlights, but highlight number one for me, I finally got my Botox. I am so excited. Uh, I thought my appointment was last week for my Botox. It wasn't. It was this week. So I went in and I went to Viva Day Spa, which is located at the Domain in North Austin. If you are located in Austin, you definitely know where I'm talking about. If you're not, this is like an outdoor shopping mall kind of thing, but it's upscale there's nice restaurants uh and this med spa is like in the heart of it and so they reached out to me for an instagram partnership and i've been going to them for services since and i love it this is not sponsored like me talking about them now Uh, i just genuinely have fallen in love with the place the women there are so sweet there are men that work there as well but i've mostly interacted with the women they're all so kind and sweet so nice to the point to where I'm like, do you want to be friends? Or like, are you just being nice to me because you have to? But they're all so nice. Uh, The inside, you know, everything is very spa-like. It's very relaxing and just very well decorated. And the services I've gotten there so far have all been amazing. So this week I got Botox. Again, I probably to most am not old enough, you know, air quotes to be getting Botox, but I started getting Botox in 2020. So when I was 26 and I've loved the results. The reason I started getting it, two reasons. Number one, I started seeing some fine lines on my forehead that were kind of getting deep set and I didn't want that to be the case. I wanted that smoother appearance. I think that looks better on my face. And so I wanted to do a little bit of preventative Botox to prevent that from really 
those lines from really setting in. The second reason I wanted to get Botox was because I legit have Natalie Portman eyebrows. Like they're so straight and not in a cute way. Like she totally rocks them. I do not. And so I wanted to have a little bit of a brow lift and to give my eyebrows a little bit more of a shape. So the Botox definitely helps with that. Uh, my face is not frozen. It's just, you know, I have a lift on my eyebrows now and a smoother appearance. And I personally just feel better when I have it done. Like when I feel it wearing off, I feel ugly. I feel like the Sanderson sisters from, uh, what is that movie? The Sanderson sisters, uh, oh my gosh, it's at the top of my head. But you know, in that movie, the Sanderson sisters try to get the youth back into them by sucking the blood out of, or sucking the souls out of youth. Uh, and so I'm looking it up. Hocus Pocus. You know the movie Hocus Pocus. That is how I feel my relationship is with Botox. Like, I feel after a few months, it's wearing off. And I'm like, I need the youth back into me. So I get my Botox, perks my face back up, and I just feel so much more confident. Viva Day Spa is also where I... I'm not sure if I've mentioned this to you guys yet or not. But I am going through a process called Evolve Body Contouring. So I'm getting this service done at Viva Day Spa as well. What it does is it uses radio frequency to basically remove the cellulite from, or remove the appearance of cellulite from your body and to just give you like an overall tighter, you know, reshaping kind of appearance. I have always had cellulite always at my skinniest, at my fittest, when I was 12 years old in middle school, like I have just always had it. And it's not something I'm ashamed of, but it's something that I've always been insecure about because I don't like the way I look in a swimsuit or, you know, even at my heaviest or my skinniest, like I've just never felt that confidence because I've always been so aware of my cellulite. Then, you know, I go on, I love a mama's boy and season two especially they and hopefully not intentionally but they showed my butt <laughs> in frame a lot more often you know in dresses in pants and in, in different clothing and people started talking about my body more on twitter and there were even several tweets talking about my cellulite and uh you know it's it hurts no matter how body positive I am or how body positive you are, you know, regardless, you know, when you see those mean things being said about you or even just comments in general, whether they're mean or not, it still takes a toll on your mental health. So I decided I wanted to do the Evolve body contouring treatment because I wanted to really see if it made a difference and if I could get that confidence in a swimsuit and a dress. So I will keep you guys posted on the progress there. Um, I'm going to be sharing before and after videos and stuff on TikTok and Instagram. So my TikTok handle is at Kimberly Cobb underscore and my Instagram handle is at Kimberly Cobb. So stay posted. I will be showing those results. Let me know what you guys think. I'm excited. I'm optimistic. And I really hope I see 
the results I'm looking for. My highlight number two is a very big one, okay? This is a big one. I could have done a whole episode about this, but I'm just going to squeeze this into my highlights. This is a big one. I quit my job, okay? Let's let that settle in for a second. Uh, I recently, not, you know, it's been several months, but I started working for a beauty company and you know, I was doing a great job at what I'm doing, at what I was doing, but I'm really, really proud to say that I have been doing so well with social media financially, with my partnerships and making real money. Like I told you guys, my most recent partnership was $5,000. That is absolutely mind-blowing. The reason I tell you is not for bragging like at all it's more for like transparency it is hard to make real money on social media i started creating content back in 2019 so that just goes to show how much time and effort i have put into this to getting to where i am today many people have helped me along the way my girlfriends have helped along the way with taking my pictures and my family has helped with you know, liking my stuff and engaging in my, my posts. And over time, you know, like with the help of my loved ones, with my hard work and dedication, and also my dedication to learning how to do social media. And there's just so much that goes in behind the scenes. I don't think people, most people wouldn't know. I mean, it's just, it's a crazy amount of work. So with all that said, I have been making real money and it's really really cool and it's so exciting and when it came down to it I realized you know my my other job you know the one that I recently quit I was making good money but not enough to really outweigh how much money I am making now with my social media so when it came down to time time is like if I had enough time to do both, I would do both. But my other job was starting to be like 50, 60 hour work weeks because it was just so busy and so much work. And I wasn't able to really do my social media. So now I will be focusing all of my energy into doing my social media. I would love it if you guys could just continue to support me. Uh, a comment goes a long way. I may not respond to every single comment. Now that this is my only job, social media, I will be doing my best to, you know, respond to DMs and comments. But when you guys do comment, when you like, when you share, when you respond to things, like, it helps me so much. Like, first of all, like, it helps in regards to, like, my partnerships and everything. But it also helps to motivate me. And I just, I wanted to say in a not sentimental, cheesy way, but I love you guys. I appreciate you guys so much. If it wasn't for, like literally, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have been able to really take this leap of faith on myself and pursue this. So huge highlight for me. Uh, I have been wanting to pursue social media full time for years. Again, I started in 2019 and it's taken me uh, over three years to finally like take that risk 
risk it to get the biscuit. I'm trying it out, and if it doesn't work out, that's okay. At least I tried, but right now I am very, very optimistic and just feeling so grateful. Moving on to low lights, this is going to be a more serious topic. So, and I'm not really going to talk too much in detail about this because I know this is triggering for a lot of people. It's triggering for myself to even talk about and I will get emotional because uh, it's just, it's very hard to talk about. So big low light for me and for our country was the Rob Elementary School shooting in Uvalde, Texas. Sorry if I'm not pronouncing that correctly. I just, I don't have words to really describe how horrible that whole situation is. I mean, all of the shootings that have just been happening for years now in America, and it's it's just heartbreaking. This most recent shooting, I... Again, you guys know I'm a, I'm a Pisces. I cried at pretty much anything that's happy or sad. I mean, I am a very emotional person. But with this shooting, I it made me more sad than any of the other ones. And I'm not sure if it's, you know, I just became, we became used to hearing about these shootings. And, you know, it was just another story on the news. This one, you know, most recently, though, and again, I'm trying to find the best words to describe like how I'm feeling and how I'm processing this event. But it just made me so, so sad. I mean, I was literally crying watching these videos and reading these news stories. And there was even one TikTok, well, it was clipped from a news segment where they interviewed one of the children that was there and the child described everything in such detail and I can only imagine how traumatizing it was for them and I just pray that you know there there is change and I I just don't want this to keep happening I mean these poor babies I am so far from being a mom I need I'm not even dating anybody and just the thought of my baby being in that room it's like oh it's like making me emotional now like thinking about it it's just like so sad i'm like oh why am i getting emotional so i don't know it's just you know usually i say several low lights in a week and nothing just nothing compares to that, you know, it's just like everything is so, so small in comparison, it doesn't even matter. So events like this, of course, like, yes, we need change. But on a more personal level, it's also, you know, it's a reminder to just be grateful for every day that you have, whether that's a day for yourself or with your family or just on this earth, life can just be so unexpected and you just never know what day is going to be your last. And that's so sad to even have to say for 
a child who's just going to school. Like, it's just heartbreaking. So, that being said, um, side note but related, I make commission off of anything that I link on my Instagram stories via this app called Like to Know It. So, for example, if you click the link in my Instagram bio and you click shop my Instagram looks, or if I link a shirt on my Instagram stories and I'm like, here's the link to this shirt, uh, I make commission off any of those sales made by people who click those links. So, and that's like a good, a good chunk of, of money. And this week I will be donating a hundred percent of my profits that I make to Uvalde. Um, all you have to do is just click the link in my Instagram bio again, or where it says shop my looks in the description of this podcast episode to shop anything. So if there's something that you've been eyeing from my social media feed, uh, I will be donating any of the commissions that I make off those sales to Uvalde. If there's any way that you can help, if you don't want to shop anything, donate, um, do whatever you can uh, to help because this just, it's heartbreaking (laughs) and I will just get more and more emotional the more I talk about it. Uh, But definitely a low light for sure. Now, I'm going to shift our tone back uh, a little more lighthearted. I just really wanted to talk about that because it felt like nothing else really compared to that happening in our country. So I'm going to shift back into the rest of this podcast episode and we're going to talk about pop culture and current faves. Oh my God. I love your skirt. Where did you get it? Gee, thanks. Just got it. I see it. I like it. I want it. I got it. Starting off with pop culture, um, <laughs> gotta address the elephant in the room, you guys. Season three of I Love a Mama's Boy is airing soon, and I have been receiving DMs and comments and messages asking, Will I be on season three? Oh my god, did you see? Uh, you know who on uh, the previews for the new season. And I'll just address that first for pop culture. Uh, first, I will not be on season three. That was my choice to not be on the new season. I just don't want to be a part of it. I don't feel comfortable in that environment. And it wasn't what was the best for me. So I legally am not allowed to say much about my lack of participation in the show. Just know that I will not be on it. I will not be making a guest appearance. I will not be a surprise guest. I will not be a part of the show. As for have I seen any of the previews? No. (laughs) And don't send them to me. I haven't had anybody send them to me yet, but I want nothing to do with my past and I am in such a better place now. Like truly, this is the happiest I have 
been in a long time. I'm finally rediscovering myself and becoming such a better version of myself now than I was two years ago when we started filming the show, uh, over a year ago when we started filming season two. So much has changed in a year, in two years, and I'm just so ready to close that door, you know, wishing the best for the new families that are on the show. TLC is a great network, and they create quality entertainment. Seriously, the reality TV, it's like very binge-worthy, but it's just not for me any longer, and I think that's okay. Uh, Maybe I'll be on TV again in the future. Won't be closing that door. I absolutely love being on TV, but I'm just not open to reopening that chapter of my life again by continuing the show. So, won't be on season three. Yay, snaps for me. Uh, Later on in this episode, I will be talking about starting over and my life here in Austin. So, good segue there, and I'm so excited to talk to you guys about all of that. Uh, Another pop culture thing is the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. Uh, That is, you know, it's been going on for a little while now. And I have been asked, you know, my opinions on it. And full transparency, their trial hits way too hard to home for me. And it's very, very triggering. So I have not stayed up to date in detail on their trial. It pops up on my newsfeed all the time and I I do see it and I do pray for the best outcome possible, whether that is Team Johnny, Team Amber, whatever you are. Uh, Yeah, it's been very triggering for me to see that all over my feeds. The last pop culture, more so a current fave. Let's switch into current faves. My current faves, uh, Outlander on Netflix, Okay, backtrack. My mom and I love bonding over our love for TV and movies. And we are always recommending movies to each other and TV shows. Oh, you have to check out this. You have to check out that. And so she recently recommended this show called Outlander. Season one of Outlander came out years ago. So I won't be ruining anything, hopefully, If you're curious to watch the show, fast forward a minute. I'm going to spoil like a little tiny, tiny thing, but it is the plot of the whole show. So uh, basically my mom, she recommends watching Outlander. She's like, it's so good. You would love it. So I put on episode one and I'm like, oh my God, this is so boring. I was so bored. It was like 1940s British lady and guy and just they're on a honeymoon. I don't know. It's kind of boring to me. I call my mom and there was a lot of like gore at the beginning and I cannot look at blood. It makes me want to vomit. And so I call my mom after watching episode one and I was like, mom, I'm so mad at you. She's like, why are you mad at me? I was like, because the show is so boring. You always recommend such good shows. And she was like, okay, watch. I think I wasn't even all the way through episode one. She was like, finish watching episode one and watch episode two. Promise me that and then let me know what you think of it. I was like, fine, fine, I'll do it. So I put on, you know, I watched episode one and two. Guys, 
I am hooked. I am on episode 12 now. I've already passed my mom up. Um, and it's good. So what it is, uh, a British couple, they go on a honeymoon after the war to Scotland because the husband loves history. And they, she ends up, they end up upon these like stones they you know they're wandering through the woods whatever exploring and she stumbles upon these stones which turns out to be magical and she touches the stones he's not there so he has no clue where she's at she touches the stones and she disappears from the year 1948 which is where they were in present you know their present day and she time travels back 200 years. So she time travels back to Scotland 200 years ago. And basically, I won't go too much into detail, but the show is now following her life back in, you know, what was it, the 1800s? And it show, it's very historically accurate uh, from my understanding. I, I'm not a history buff, but it seems pretty historically accurate and the Scottish guy who becomes her love interest is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, definitely recommend watching it. It is a good binge worthy show. First episode, very slow. Then it picks up and the drama is there. There's some steamy sex scenes. There is war. There is, uh, some violence, uh, love, romance, drama all of it so very good recommend uh definitely a current fave and after i'm done recording this guess what your girl's doing i'm putting it back on and i am watching more <laughs> so that'll be the rest of my memorial day my next current fave is uh shein i've talked about this before i will say i it's a hit or miss with shein whether you get really good stuff or really bad stuff. So I place an order, literally $400 worth of clothes, knowing that it is free returns and I know I'm not gonna keep everything. So I ended up keeping probably about, I would say maybe like $100, $150 worth of things. I did also get things in multiple sizes, you know, because the shipping takes a while. So returning quite a bit of things. But I got a lot of great stuff too. So, uh, one of my favorite things I got, I got a few matching sets. So the shorts and the top are the same color. It's just an easy outfit, especially for summer. You don't have to think about it. My favorite is like this green pair of shorts with this green button up. And then you wear a white tank top under it and like accessorize it with jewelries and cute sneakers. And I love it. And I, green has been my power color lately. So I'm here for it. I love it. I will say I ordered two pairs of lace-up chunky sandals and I wore one of them last night when we were out drinking for Memorial Day and at the very end of the night, the laces all snapped off. I'm not kidding. Brand new shoes in the shoes defense. They were cheap and I was wearing them for like eight hours so they did their time that's for sure but i'm a little disappointed because they were so cute uh but they snapped so i would i will say 
if you're ordering from Shein, have very low expectations, but also you're going to get some cute stuff. It just might not last forever. Uh, so those are my faves. And that now brings us to our main portion of this podcast episode, which is celebrating my one year of my new life in Austin and advice for starting over. Can you guys believe that I've already lived in Austin for an entire year? What? I posted a cute video compilation reel on Instagram that shows like little bits and pieces of things I've done over the past year. Check it out if you haven't already on my Instagram at Kimberly Cobb. I'll probably be posting it to TikTok as well. But it has been quite the year. Uh, during this past year, I have partied and explored my way through Austin. I've built amazing friendships. I've made amazing memories. Uh, I've met and, you know, been with some very beautiful men. And I have just grown more than I ever could have imagined in a year. You know, though difficult, choosing to do what was best for me was the best decision I could have ever made. Uh, moving to Austin was a huge milestone. And I'm super excited to share more about my experiences here so far in this week's episode. So let's jump right in, starting off with favorite memories. Uh, my biggest favorite memory so far would have to be going to Austin City Limits, the music festival. So that was my first festival and Miley Cyrus performed, Surfaces performed. There were so many amazing artists. Uh, the food was great. The people were all so nice. It was crazy stupid hot. Like, oh my gosh, it was so hot outside. But it was so fun. And you know, my friends and I, we got to wear cute outfits. And I think it was a really good festival to be like my first. You know, it was very low key, but just such a good time. If you ever have the opportunity to go, I definitely recommend it. I don't know if I ever posted it, but I, did I? Hmm, I shared like tips for going to Austin City Limits. I think I just posted it on stories. So I will make a blog post on www.kimberlycobb.co.com was too expensive. Uh, but that's my blog. If you guys haven't checked it out, definitely recommend doing so. But I'll, I will make a blog post about Austin City Limits and sharing some of my tips and stuff as well. But such a great time. Like so many good memories. We just danced and were silly and had so much fun. And I cannot wait to go this year again. My second favorite memory, uh, I'll start off with a quote. If you don't like the weather in Texas, wait five minutes. Okay, this quote is so funny to me and it's so accurate. Weather in Texas changes more in California than I could have ever imagined. Uh, my memory related to that is that you guys know I love my hot girl walks. I love going on walks with Louie and I take him on a walk once or twice a day. Well, one day I was on a little bit of a longer walk blue skies. Uh, it was such a great morning 
and we're walking and, you know, listening to my podcast and listen, not my own podcast, but listening to a podcast and we're vibing, having a good time. All of a sudden, these clouds come out of nowhere and I'm like, all right, that's fine. You know, got a little breezy, uh, nothing crazy. All of a sudden, I am about five, seven, ten minutes away from my apartment. At definitely ten minutes away from like my apartment entrance. And I'm on this walk. The gray clouds come in. The wind starts coming. And I was like, oh, my God. All of a sudden, huge rainstorm. Like, so much rain. Like, the I was soaking wet within 30 seconds. That's how hard the rain was. It didn't start with a sprinkle. Just this crazy rainstorm starts coming down. And so... I look at Louie and he's drenched and I'm drenched. I just start laughing. I'm like, oh my God, what, what is our life right now, Louie? We're running. I'm like, go, Louie, go. So him and I are running through this rainstorm. We take shelter under this tree for a little bit. And not necessarily a good memory, but literally a lightning bolt goes down. Like 50 feet from where we just, like where we just were, a lightning bolt hit. Like, if we weren't running, I probably would have been electrocuted. Maybe a little dramatic, but I did see the, see it hit down, and that was crazy. So him and I are just running, 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 and we get home. I took a few selfies. Him and I were just drenched. But you know what? You would think, oh, Louie. Again, if you guys don't know, I have a Pomeranian named Louie, light of my life. And I, I was, you would think he'd be, like, shivering and, like, so scared of the rain. No, he was so happy. He was smiling ear to ear. He loved it. It was, he was like so happy we were running and it, the rain, I think it was very exciting for him, but it's just like a cute memory. Cause I remember like us looking in the mirror and just like laughing at how ridiculous we looked. I think I, I was wearing like a Britney Spears t-shirt, just like drenched like, and he was so cute. So I gave him a little bath and blow dried him and then we snuggled under the blanket after who needs a boyfriend when you got a dog right uh my third and final favorite memory so far from this past year is definitely no doubt in my mind was when my mom came to austin if you listen to that episode um or just if you've just been following me along you know that i I hadn't seen my mom in almost a year. Uh, she's battling cancer and she was not able to travel and we weren't able to see her either because, you know, with us traveling and bringing germs and stuff around her, you know, it's impossible. So her doctor cleared her to come visit us in Austin. So she stayed with us for a week. It was so much fun. Uh, and we did a lot like, I feel so bad for her because we squeezed so much in. She's probably exhausted. But we did all the touristy things. We also went and did a day uh, an overnight trip to Fredericksburg, which is just outside of Austin. And we saw the elephants. We went to this elephant sanctuary. And uh, my mom and I both cried because it was so beautiful and magical seeing elephants so close. I'd never seen one so close before. We also went to 
all of my favorite restaurants. We walked Louie on the river, went to food trucks. We did like, went to Zilker Park. We did all the touristy stuff. It was so fun. And that was just like the best because of course, like I hadn't seen my mom in so long, but being an adult is hard. <laughs> it is. And like, just being able to spend time with your mom, it's like, it's just this sense of comfort that can't be described. Whether that comfort person is your mom or your spouse or your pet, like when you just feel like this sense of relief when you are with somebody, you know, for me, it's my mom. It's like nothing bad can happen to me when my mom's in town. <laughs> like that's just how it is. And it was just very, very special to see her and spend time with her. Uh, my sister and I are actually flying to see her in a few weeks. We're going to go visit her and I'm so excited, literally counting down the days, but I love her. And that was definitely an amazing memory for me. Moving on to my favorite things to do in Austin. After living here for a year, I feel like quite the expert. Uh, no, there's still literally so much for me to explore. I've only made a dent and I feel like I've still only done the touristy stuff. Like that's legit what it feels like. But if you are coming to Austin, uh, first of all, hit me up. But if you're coming to Austin, there's so much to do. And here are my favorite things to do. Uh, if you are visiting coming in at number one, uh, no, just kidding. This isn't ranked. This is a no order, but one of the first things I wrote down was grabbing drinks on Rainy Street Historical District. This is just a strip of old, not old in a bad way, but like historic homes that have all been turned into bars and restaurants. And you just hop around, you go to one bar and you just make your way down the whole strip. It's so fun. You will get drunk. It's a great time. I definitely recommend it. You can't go wrong with any of the bars there either. So uh, just take your pick and go have fun. The next thing that's my favorite thing to do is having a picnic at Zilker Park. My friends and I love, we usually stop at like a sandwich shop or we go to uh, Whole Foods or just like any like grab and go kind of place. We pick up our food, we pick up, you know, some beverages and I have this really cute pic picnic blanket. And so we perch up with my picnic blanket and like a tent and some food and you just hang out and you just enjoy the afternoon. You soak up the sun. There are volleyball courts there too. So you can play volleyball or just watch the beautiful people playing volleyball, which is what we do. I'm not that athletic to play volleyball, but it's fun to watch. And people are playing like other sports or hanging out, playing music. Uh, dogs are running around. It's an off-leash dog park as well. So... Definitely recommend that. That's like ideal Austin day. Additionally, you can rent paddle boards or kayaks or even rent a boat and go out onto the lake. That is such a nice day, such a nice way to spend your day. Uh, I will say I have not gone paddle boarding that often, but when I have, it's such a fun time. I even brought Louie with me. I have a little life jacket for him. And it's so fun. I do need to work on my upper body strength though, because it is a workout and I do not have any upper body strength, like to be honest. Even if you are a sports fanatic or not, I definitely recommend 
heading to an Austin FC soccer game. First of all, the players are so hot. <laughs> so even if you don't like watching the game, you can watch the boys. Uh, but it's so fun. And like the crowd's energy is awesome. It is expensive. I think our tickets last time were $100 each. And before that, I was like seeing one of the players. And so he got us free tickets, but, um, now I don't have, uh, now I pay for the tickets. So, uh, he switched teams RIP, but, uh, go to one of the games. It's so fun. I love going to sporting events. I think it's just so fun to like all feel united for something and, you know, get the food, get the drink and sit in the sun, just enjoy it. So, Definitely do that. Uh, another recommendation of one of my favorite things to do is taking a walk or a bike ride on the Ladybird Boardwalk and then hitting up some food trucks afterwards. So there actually is a trail that goes over the water on the Ladybird Lake. It's also, you know, it's the Colorado River. So the trail is uh, parallel to the water but you're floating over uh, over the water and you can see the turtles and people are all like fit and active and like it's always it's just like a nice place to clear your head get outdoors get your steps in uh if you are bringing your dog go early in the mornings it does warm up but it's such a great great experience and near the boardwalk are a bunch of food trucks so what i like to do is i take louie and we go on our little walk and then I head to the food trucks that are right next to it, grab a, a iced chai tea latte or like a taco, depending on what time of day it is, getting Louie a little water bowl and we sit in the shade and we just enjoy it. Like it is like literally my happy place. Uh, my last favorite thing to do, a very simple thing that you can do in any city but it's just meeting up with a friend for coffee or smoothies. I like going to Revival Coffee. I'm gonna post a video on Instagram, I think tomorrow, about my experience there. So actually, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, I will have posted that coffee shop, but it's a pink coffee shop. The drinks are so good, very Instagram worthy, but very cute. Uh, locally owned, female owned business, I love it. Uh, or, you know, I'm just getting a smoothie at Juiceland. Juiceland is a chain, but chef's kiss, so good. I get the honeyberry drink, but I replace the berries with strawberries, and it tastes like a peanut butter jelly sandwich, and it is delicious. Saying that out loud, a peanut butter jelly sandwich smoothie does not sound that appealing, but I swear on God, it is so good. And then my other recommendation for a coffee shop is called Better Half Coffee uh, and Cocktails. So whether you want a coffee or a drink, they have it all. It is so good. It is picnic style seating in the back, very chill spot, uh, and it's good. Good atmosphere, good drinks, definitely recommend. The next section I will be talking about is living life on my own and advice for starting over. So living life on my own, full transparency, hasn't been easy. 
it has been very challenging. It's been very rewarding, but it hasn't been easy. Uh, I've learned a lot about myself this past year. I've learned what I like, what I don't like. Uh, you know, um, I also have learned that it can be very easy to self-isolate and, you know, I find myself, you know, getting anxiety and like not wanting to leave my apartment because I'm living on my own now. And I've just learned that I do need to make it a priority to see friends, to schedule things, to get outside, you know, get my steps in every day, plan dates with my friends, plan dates with boys, and just making sure to really, to really do those things as well. Also just regarding like money, you know, I mean, I've had roommates in the past and that's made living on my air quotes, you know, living on my own easier. Now that I'm living on my own, you know, you have rent, you have bills, you have food, you have leisure, you have your hair, makeup, like all those little extra things. And it, it totally adds up. So just in regards to like, from a financial perspective, that's been challenging as well. Luckily, I have always been a squirrel funds gal. Uh, if you don't know what that is, if you get, if you get a hundred dollars for your birthday, I like for me, I've gotten like gift cards or like money for my birthday or for Christmas. I literally put it in an envelope and I put it in my drawer. Please don't rob me knowing that, but I think it's good to have a little squirrel fund of money just in case you can keep your squirrel fund in your bank. Of course, I think that makes it a little easier to spend. That's why I like, I like having tangible money there just in case of an emergency. But, uh, I've always been a squirrel fund gal. I've always been a budget friendly person. I've always been pretty frugal, you know, with things. Uh, and so, you know, in that sense, I have, I haven't had, you know, the opportunity to feel worried about money at all since I've been living on my own, but that's just because I am a planner and I am smart with my money. So if you are planning on living on your own as well for the first time, just make sure you are like being so cautious with your money, still make sure you're enjoying life, but just make sure that you do have a security blanket of money to fall back on. When it comes to advice for starting over, this is the last section of this podcast episode today. Uh, I'm just going to kind of run through it. It's, it's a lot, but you know, it's, I guess like just wanting a fresh start in life is only half the battle. So starting over in life, it takes a tremendous amount of courage and determination, but it's so much more than that. You know, people have told me like, I'm so brave for following my heart and moving to Austin, but there's just more to starting a new life than just being brave. I mean, you have to really want it. Your desire to change has to be stronger than your desire to stay, you know, and staying in misery. If you're not happy where you're at, like, yes, it's comfortable, but, and it's scary to take a risk and start over. But again, I'll repeat your desire to change has to be stronger than your desire to stay. The hardest thing for me when it came to starting over was that I had to leave a lot of people behind. I mean, you might have to do the same thing. 
you know, whether uh, those are people that you've known for your whole life, people you've just met, but you have to remember that not everybody belongs in your next chapter of life. New people show up and so do new and exciting opportunities and places and things, etc. But just because you're leaving the most familiar things behind, that doesn't mean you have to forget them. Unless, of course, you're like me and there are certain people and memories that you want to forget forever. So if that's the case, do it. But if you do have those fond memories and relationships, you can still keep those in your new life. You're not saying goodbye forever. In order to really start over, like I will say, you must first leave the past behind. If you're leaving a bad relationship, for example, you should cut off ties entirely. This will be hard at first, but with each passing day, I promise you it does get easier. And at times, you will second guess your decision and you might feel sad and alone, but remind yourself that you are doing what's best for you and that a life that feels a little lonely at times is way better than a life with someone who is undeserving of your time and who makes you feel horrible about yourself. Or if you're living in a city that makes you feel bad about yourself or you're surrounded by friends who don't make you feel good about yourself. Okay, here are three steps to really make a fresh start in your life. Number one, do something you've always wanted to do. For example, if you've never left your hometown and you've always wanted to experience life in New York City or in Austin, just do it for a summer, do it for three months, like get a short-term lease. See how you like it. If it's horrible and you hate it, you can always go back home. But what if it's amazing, right? Think about that. Number two, dump all toxic people from your life. As I mentioned earlier, block that X on everything. Slowly step back from friendships that aren't positively impacting your life. Make room in your heart for new relationships that are going to actually improve your life and add to your new life. And then number three is a big one. And this is one that I struggled with for a long time. But now I, I'm, I can proudly say I'm very good at it. Forgive everyone who hurt you and let them go. Sometimes forgiveness is the only way to go when it comes to freeing your soul and really putting the past in the past. You don't even have to like verbally forgive people, but truly letting go of any anger you have towards someone who has done you wrong is so therapeutic. There are a few specific people from my past that come to mind for me and people have asked me, do you hear from them? Do you hate them? Do you despise them for the things that they've done to you? And the answer is simple. The answer is no. I have no ties to them anymore. I have no hard feelings towards them either. Do I still feel pain and have PTSD? Unfortunately, yes. But they are not worthy of my energy and they do not occupy my heart or my mind at all. I hope that 
people who have wronged me and who have wronged you simply just get the karma in life that they deserve and know that in time that they will. It's our job to let go of those negative feelings and to keep our hearts open to new healthy relationships with the people we meet in our new lives. Does that make sense? I hope so. Hopefully I'm not rambling too much, but that's just like my thought process there. My last piece of advice is just to have faith in yourself and to remember that the past is no longer serving you. Like if you feel this desire to leave and start over, then clearly the past is no longer serving you. It's the past for a reason. So look ahead in the future and picture how amazing it will be when you do decide to make a fresh start and take it from me. That leap of faith is so worth it. Well, that just about wraps up this episode of My Lips Aren't Sealed. Thank you so much for listening. Sorry if I got a little preaching to the choir at the end there, but it really is something that I'm so passionate about because if I did not take a leap of faith on myself, where would I be? How miserable would I be? I would have not made all these incredible friendships and memories here in Austin and experienced this new life if I hadn't done that. Next week's episode will be all about girl talk, uh, dating, periods, dealing with drama, high heels, big boobs, body image, and more. I briefly touched on it a little bit today, but I'm going to do a deep dive because I've gotten some DMs and I got some answers for you guys. So you're not going to want to miss that episode. If you had any questions about things I talked about during this episode, send me a DM on Instagram, preferably at my lips aren't sealed podcast. I will respond there. Uh, otherwise at Kimberly Cobb, I tend to be a little slower to respond on that account. I will be sharing a new podcast episode every week on Spotify, Apple podcasts, and YouTube. If you've enjoyed listening, please make sure to give me five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and to hit that follow or subscribe button. Thanks so much for tuning in and we will chat more next week. <laughs>